Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hey everyone, uh, welcome to the Disneyland Forever podcast, where we talk about all things Disneyland, whether it be uh, news, tips to get you around uh, the parks and make your trips a little bit easier, or just general discussions about things that are going on um, around the Disneyland Resort. Uh, I'm Jordan, I'm here with Dan. Hello. And um, we were thinking about what would be the best topic for our first ever podcast, and there's one idea that's been on our mind for a while that we wanted to talk with people about. And so it's felt appropriate to do for our first episode. And so we're wanting to talk about the Genie Plus service, Disney Genie, Disney Genie Plus service, how it compares to the FastPass services they had at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World, our thoughts about it, and our recommendations if you were thinking about potentially using these. And so listen through, and then we have some ideas to help make it make a little bit more sense for you guys. So I um, wanted to start off talking about the FastPass service, the one that's famous that was free at Disneyland that everyone is very familiar with. And that's the one that I think worked the best out of all the ones that they ever did. Um, essentially, that one was the one where you would select an attraction and it would give you a designated return window. The free version, you had to go to the attraction to get the physical ticket, um, but then they would give you a specific return window. You come back during that time, you're allowed in the fast pass return lane, and you have a minim- minimal wait. The only drawbacks to that is that you don't, you didn't have any sort of control over when your return time was going to be. It was predetermined. And if you wanted the free version, you had to physically go there. If you paid for the max pass, you didn't have to physically go to the attraction. You could get this on through the app, and so it was a little bit more convenient that way. But that was the basics. Can you think of anything that I'm important that I'm leaving out here? Nope, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. And then Walt Disney World decided to do it as well. <clears throat> they had the paper fast passes for the longest time, just like Disneyland did. But then when they started doing magic bands and started doing the My Disney Experience app and online, you could actually plan which attractions you wanted to do on which days you were going to be going on a Walt Disney World trip. So you would log on at a certain day before your trip and pick those attractions you wanted. They usually had different tiers where uh, the the very e-ticket attractions, you might only be able to select one of those in a day. And then they had some of the lower attractions Um, but you could do three per day. And then once you used your third, you could go onto your app or to one of their kiosks. They had iPads, uh, kind of around the parks, inside the parks, inside the parks. Uh, you could get another one if there were any available. Usually they weren't the most amazing rides, but you could get lucky. The good things about fast pass, uh, fast pass plus were that you could know you will go on this ride. It also helped uh, save time in line, just like old fast pass. And you could kind of plan your whole day and know when you're going to be doing the, it around a meal or around other rides and kind of plan which rides you'd have to do standby. And you could change around your return time too, if you want to. Yep. And if you could keep looking at the app while you were in the park and find, Oh, there's another one that just came up. Let's switch it. 
One major drawback is that um, it limited the types of rides you could go on. If you really, really wanted to go to on multiple e-ticket attractions in one day, you probably would not be able to. With the FastPass Plus system, you would have to wait in standby lines, which cuts through your, cuts into your uh, your day. Um, another drawback is that. Since you had to plan it in advance, you had to get up at a certain time each on, on the morning of and um, try and figure that out. And people didn't always know what the what the rides what the best ones were. They were just kind of left to. And there was usually a lot of disappointment too. Yeah, a lot of disappointment. Um, you didn't get the one that you wanted. And first time families would be like, "Oh, the journey into imagination with Figment sounds amazing. It is amazing. I love it." But it's you can wait for five or ten minutes and get on it at all times. Um, then when COVID hit, they got rid of all things, obviously, and they wanted to reimagine what they were going to do. So thus came the genie system. Yeah. And it's also important that we mention that there are technically, um, two different systems here. Uh, there's the Disney genie, which you'll find in the app and it pops up every time you open up the Disneyland or the, my Disney experience app. And then there's the Disney genie plus, the Disney Genie, that is just a planning tool, and I will. We, my, that's a whole other beast to get into. It is free, and so that is not what we're talking about. We'll not do that, that another time. Yeah. <laughs> but the Genie Plus, this is the one that's now a paid service. Um, the word FastPass is no longer in use. Now they're using Lightning Lane everywhere. Uh, but this is the one that's like the equivalent of the FastPass service now. It works very, very similarly on both coasts. Unfortunately, I think what they did is they kind of drew from most of the negatives from the FastPass and the FastPass Plus service to create the Genie Plus. So the way that the Genie Plus works is that usually this is a purchase you make uh, the day of your visit, usually not so much in advance, especially since Disney's moving away from that, adding it in advance thing anyway. Um, and you have to pay at Disneyland is currently $20 per person per day. And then though anyone who has the G- genie plus purchased are able to make lightning lane selections at most of the attractions that had fast pass before. So these are things like star tours, space mountain, thunder mountain, Indiana Jones, um, haunted mansion, splash mountain, uh, smugglers run. Uh, and then all the ones in California adventure as well. You get the idea. Um, and you don't get to pick your return window necessarily. It just says, here's the next available window. You take that one and that one cannot be edited. Now you can either cancel it altogether or you just stick with it. That can't really be edited, but then you're granted during that return window that you have been assigned that you can get into the lightning lane. And ideally your wait time should be less than it ever was with the fast pass line that's not necessarily the way it's been working out um that the other drawback to this you are only allowed one lightning lane per attraction per day so if you've used your indiana jones lightning lane selection at like 10 a.m you're not going to be able to use or to get another indiana jones lightning lane pass the rest of the day because it's only letting you do it once, and that's it. The old fast pass system, you could do whatever you want. Yeah, you could do as long as you could keep finding them, you could keep getting them over and over again. But not with the Genie Plus service. 
Also, not every attraction is included with the Genie Plus when you purchase that. Well, Disney World has a lot more because with the FastPass Plus, they found they needed to have a lot of A ticket, B ticket, C ticket attractions be part of it as well. But they didn't do that in Disneyland. Yeah. So Disneyland, it's it's just the same ones as before, except for three attractions, which you actually have to pay extra for. They are called individual lightning lane passes. So even if you bought that $20 per person Genie Plus package, this doesn't include Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, Radiator Springs Racers, or currently Web Slingers. Those ones you have to pay, and it's not a set price. It's The price changes from day to day based on guest demand and capacity, but it can be as much as $20 a day. And Rise of the Resistance, generally speaking, is $20 per person per day. And you can get those lightning lane uh, individual lightning lanes without purchasing Genie Plus. Yeah, you don't have to. If you just to. want to go on one of those attractions. Yeah, they're just individual. If you would like to do those instead, if it's really, like, if it's really, really important to you that you do Rise of the Resistance, particularly if you've never done it before, then it might be worth it to spend a little bit extra to make sure that everyone in your party gets to go on Rise of the Resistance. Um, although it really might depend on what the price is that day, and there's no way to know in advance what it's going to be. You have to just open up the app the day of, and it will tell you what that day's prices are. It, you cannot find out ahead of time what it's going to be. The app can be a little confusing, too, because you go in to try and purchase Genie Plus, and it puts the individual lightning lane usually at the top. So you, we made that mistake once. You have to be very careful. <laughs> you have to be careful because it'll ask you if you want to purchase individual lightning lanes first before it asks you if you want to just buy Genie Plus. And so you have to make sure that you're clicking no if you don't want to. And you have to make sure, as with the old uh, MaxPass system, that all of the people in your party are in your app, or you have to each do it separately, but then you're not guaranteed the same time. So Yeah, that's very, very, very important. If you are purchasing Genie Plus, you have to make sure that every account is linked to at least one person's Disney account. And this is just by linking tickets in the Disneyland app, which is not difficult. You just kind of go into My Tickets and Passes and click, you know, link a ticket. And if every one of those passes are linked to at least one Disney account, that one person, that one account holder can make um, lightning lane selections for their entire group. But if it's not that way and you're all going at it individually, you have to hope that you'll all get the same time frame. And make sure to put them into your app early. So right when you get in the gates, if you have tickets that have been printed by the cast member at the gate, or if you happen to have them already in the mail or something, then put those in before you get there so you're not stressing about doing that in addition to trying to get the rides you want. Now, there are ways to get around these things. So here's our um, loopholes that we found because we've just given you a whole lot of reasons to really hate the Genie Plus system. (laughs) But there are some loopholes to get around that. Um, I'm not going to talk a lot about it today, but if you have younger ones that don't meet height requirements, then some people can kind of get through the lightning lane more than once if you use a rider switch. Also, and this is a big one, if you selected a lightning lane experience and then that attraction closes for whatever reason during your return window or anywhere close to your return window, it will turn into basically a multiple experience pass, similar to what the fast pass used to do. And then if you click on it, it will give you the available options you have of attractions you can go to. And some of these attractions aren't even lightning lane attractions. Some of them are other ones that you can go to at any time for the rest of the day. 
Even if you've already been on them. Yes. So when I mentioned before, if you had like, uh, if you'd used your Indiana Jones pa- pass at 10 a.m., but then later you had a Splash Mountain pass and then it closed down and it said, oh, this is now a multiple experience um, option, you could use that to go in Indiana Jones again. And you would still be able to pick a Splash Mountain experience later if, after it reopens because it wouldn't have counted it as a Splash Mountain Lightning Lane Pass. It's just like a bonus one. So that is it, it, there's a hidden upside to if some of the attractions start going down. <clears throat> right here, Springs Racers. <laughs> we do recommend using the Genie Plus for especially for every attraction you want to go on and especially ones that even just a few people want to go on because there is that possibility and why not use it because there's going to be a very short line for you. Yeah, um, and it's particularly helpful if you have a park hopper and are planning on park hopping that day because even though I said for every attraction you can only get one pass per day, if you're going to both Disneyland and California Adventure in that one day, that's a lot of attractions. So even if you go on those once each that's a lot. It will still last you and it'll make you feel like that $20 per person is going a bit further because it's $20 per person per day, but that's not per park. So if you have a park hopper, that $20 is going to go a lot farther. So yeah, we do have three main reasons that we, that we say to buy genie plus number one is if you've not been in a long time, you want to get as much as you can done and you're not going for a very long period of time. Uh, we would suggest you do it because you can get a lot more done. Number two is if you, especially if you're going for a short period, but if you have Park Hopper, because in one day you can ride 15 or 20 rides. I mean, it's it makes it really worth it. Um, oh, and the third one is to get uh, uh, the photo pass. Yes, photo pass is included. If you want to get pictures... On a, for any attraction and or with any cast member who the, does the photo pass in front of attractions or the photographers, of, yeah, the photographers, then you get that included in it. So those are the main reasons we would think it would be a good idea to do it. We often forget about that one because we're <laughs> when you're an annual pass holder now, magic key holder, and you've been so many times, you tend to not really look for those so much anymore because we have a lot of attraction photos. Which is sad because with the old fast pass and max pass system, we would get it. But yeah, but we we don't now. Don't That's a whole know. other thing. Um, if you are a magic key holder. Granted, you probably already made your decision about this. Or if you're thinking about becoming a Magic Key holder and you're wondering, is it going to be worth it to get the Genie Plus? Maybe sometimes, probably, kind (laughs) of. We do it when, like, say it's our uh, only a two-day quick trip and we're only going to be there for seven or eight hours. We sometimes will do it because you really can maximize a lot of attractions during that time. When it's a, a three or four day trip, and we have we have plans to go back to the hotel for the pool or other other things that are not at the park, we don't do it. It's just not. It's a, so much money. Let me give you one more word of warning, and this is where the max not the max has. <laughs> I'm still used to that. Uh, where the genie plus <laughs> really starts to fall apart. Um. I mentioned that when an attraction goes down, those lightning lane passes become multiple experience passes. The attractions now, especially the e-ticket attractions, have a very difficult time coping with huge influxes of lightning lane passes at once. 
Um, especially rides like the Matterhorn, Space Mountain, um, I'd say maybe a little bit Splash Mountain, Radiator Springs Racers. Um, those are probably the biggest culprits. And we've been in slash seen these lightning lanes that are supposed to be no more than 15 minutes actually take more like a half an hour because they're so crammed full of people. And often we're in the standby line standing still. I sit on the ground and start getting out my phone and playing heads up. (laughs) You can usually tell um, on the app, looking at the wait times, whether or not that's happening. Because like if Space Mountain suddenly says it has a 150-minute wait, that's what's going on. When the Matterhorn says it has an 85-minute wait or more, that's what's going on. We've also noticed with Genie Plus, as other... People on other websites have said that, yes, it probably makes the standby lines longer than they used to be with FastPass. It's just a thing. It's just it's just what it is. If you go, still, we always recommend going first thing in the morning because there's fewer people in general in the parks. So you can do some of your standby attractions then and get done with them and move on to the next one and not have a lot of your day wasted. Another caveat, the... Uh, the D- Disney Genie Plus app sometimes doesn't work. Just one of those things. They don't give you a refund if you've already gone on an attraction. Be aware of that. It doesn't happen that often. Yeah. Um, so as you can tell, we have very strong feelings <laughs> about the Genie Plus. It is not anywhere near as nice as the FastPass service used to be. And we expect that there's only more changes coming in, like soon at Walt Disney World. They're actually going to have it be starting this summer that, I don't know, Dan, if you've heard this yet, I've seen it, that um, it's going to be a limited availability of Genie Plus, where it's not just available to everyone. It'll be first come, first serve. Once they feel like they've maxed out their spaces for Genie Plus, they will no longer be available. We anticipate that coming to Disneyland. Nothing has been announced yet, but... Maybe it'll help with the sheer number of people in both Lightning Lane and Standby, but who knows? It's difficult. Um, So really, really think hard about the Genie Plus before you dive into it. It's a lot of money. And I know that the ticket prices are only going up and offerings for free are only going down. And so although it can seem like, well, this is just part of the trip. If you can save yourself that money, I mean, think about that for a family of five. That's a hundred extra dollars a day per day, a hundred extra dollars plus a day. Plus the amount you've already spent on the tickets and plus the hotel plus and how, food. And however you got there in the first place. So, um, or maybe you just choose one day where this will be yeah. our, ma- our, that is one Genie nice plus thing. Day. You can just, you can pick and choose what days in general, we probably recommend not using it, but there are certain cases where it would be very helpful we have used it. It's not saying we don't More than like once. it. Yep. But I think if you're a regular Disneyland goer, you shouldn't do it because you're going to be able to go on rides that you want to, especially on off-peak days anyway. So it's very useful on a day that, like on a weekend or during holidays, that it might be better, it might be beneficial to you. And you can decide like a couple hours in to the day and say, oh, wow, this is getting terrible. I need it. So Yeah, you don't need to make the decision right away. You can you can wait a little bit, at least for right now. Like I said, yeah. right now it could it's technically available all day long. We will see what happens, um, and who knows? Maybe by the time we're um, this gets published, maybe that'll already be the case. That, um, but I don't know. We didn't have nothing right as of right now. Um, anyway, 
uh, I will say, and yes, is a little bit of an of an ad push. Uh, if you do want to save a little bit of money on those tickets, we we partner with Getaway Today, and so put. Um, a link. We love them. <laughs> yeah, they actually are really, really good to work with. And I'm just saying that because we work with them, but they really are fantastic and fun to work with. Um, so I you, don't know how they get discounts, but they do. And it's amazing. So it can save you a little bit of money on your tickets. And so the link is, um, is here in the description of the podcast. And also you can find it on our website, DisneylandForever.com. There's links all over the place for that. And so that can save you a little bit, a little bit here and, the, and a little bit there goes a long way. Um, so I think that is a very long rant that we just went through on the Genie Plus, but I think it's beneficial. And hopefully, we've got, hopefully something helped you. And it got a lot off our chest. So um, if you have questions, I mean, you can reach out to us. Facebook, Instagram, usually the best two that we use. Um, and you can ask us any questions that you want. We will do our best to answer them for you. If not um, there, then maybe on a future podcast or videos, we'll be doing some of those. But um that's going to be it for today. So thank you guys uh, for listening. Make sure you subscribe to catch uh, future episodes and uh, we will see you then. All right. Bye.